Welcome to the 427th consecutive week of Cinema PsyOps. I'm your host, Court, the guy that's really fucking depressed that we're still talking about Tiger Claws movies on this fucking show. And joining me in that wallowing in depression is my co-host, Matt. But I see a light at the end of the tunnel. And that light, for once, isn't a train, but it's Laura Jensner. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, we're not quite there to Laura Jensner yet. Not, not quite. I know we're not yet. quite. I'm just saying, you can see it now. Yeah, yeah, the light is there. We're, we're yeah. going to have Jensner glamour coming up very, very shortly. And then there will not be a dry seat in the house. No, no, no. It's going to be uh, It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, and uh, actually the whole entire year is already blocked out, including the first episode of uh, our Gear 10. Holy fuck, dude. We, uh, we're we going to do this. Yeah, we're man. Gonna, we're going to be probably barreling towards 10 years. I can't believe we're 10 years that. of doing this shit. We've <laughs> gone through three presidents. Yeah, yeah, we've gone through three presidencies. Yeah, that's oh, fucking crazy. Shit. Look at that. This show. Fuck us. Yeah, we watch society continue to collapse and fall apart more and more over the 10 years that we've done this show. But we give you guys a really funny podcast, so you know it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the memes are fucking great, and the world is the, fucking the, ending, but at least we're the, funny for you. The memes are fucking classic, yeah. I mean, <laughs> listen, always look on the bright side of life, all right? <laughs> Yeah, I actually am one of those folks to where the more I believe that humanity is doomed, the less sad I am about everything else, because then I realize that it doesn't matter. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I'm, right? at the, I'm at the point now where my happiness is coming from the fact that I 100% believe that we have lost the battle with climate change. I 100% believe that humans will eventually be eradicated on the face of the earth and the planet's going to be fine without us and it'll reset like I'm, it always fucking does. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, I'm also like that. I'm like, I'm one of those guys who's like, uh, fuck it, you know, uh, climate climate change or you know i'm i'm one of those weird guys who thinks that the north and south pole will eventually switch and i think that's happened before in the past so that's just causes a, a reset in people and societies so fuck it whenever it's going to happen it'll happen we're probably helped speeding it along so because the earth will always be fine It'll just rectify itself. And I know a lot of people out there are going to hear this and be like, but Court, why would you feel happy knowing that? Well, now it doesn't matter that I never got to write that novel that I've been having the burning desire to write. Now it doesn't matter that I never created that comic book line that I've had the burning desire to write. Now, now it doesn't it matter that I never learned how to read. <laughs> now it doesn't matter that Matt never actually got the stand-up career that he was hoping he could create in some way, shape, or form. It doesn't matter. You know, I was good. I, I was good with just sticking with funny stuff, but if you're going to go personal, that fucking hurt. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter that every band that I was in fell apart and or failed in some way, shape, or form. It doesn't matter that the movie that I tried to get off the ground fell apart because my friend killed himself and I just couldn't bear to fucking work on it anymore. Holy shit, dude. We could go ahead. And <laughs> None of that matters now, Matt, because all of fucking humanity is going to end and everything we have ever created will just fall by the wayside and just be a lost, fucking forgotten civilization that aliens will eventually discover and laugh someday, at. Someday, someday... Some ancestors of humanity, whoever create the next great society, thousands of years from now, uh, after the earth went to shit and they rebuilding and now they're going to find a data stick and they're going to find a way to read it. 
and it's going to be this fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally going to be Tiger Claws 3, and that is the yeah, biggest yeah, representation like, of how fucking much of a waste humanity actually is. That's what, that's wow. really what I'm getting at. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know most people are going to be like, Jesus Christ, Court, that's so grim, that's so dark. Well, that's where I fucking live. And when the rest of the world reaches a homeostasis of darkness that that's where I live, I feel comfortable. The rest of you yeah. are miserable, but like this is where I live constantly, so I'm happy again. It's exactly how it felt when I was a kid growing up in the fucking monstrosity of a life that I was growing up in in the middle of nowhere, knowing that the bombs could drop at any minute and knowing that nuclear war was going to be imminent as it was when we were kids in the very early 80s to us. Yeah. Nothing was really all that important to me. Nothing really seemed to matter. And I wasn't really that scared of anything else because I knew that we were on the verge of total annihilation and nothing mattered. And now we're right back to that. And that open fucking nihilism that is left in humanity is very liberating for me. <laughs> so like the darkness of the world has reached homeostasis with me. And that's why I'm in such a good mood lately. How dark is that, Matt? Welcome to the children's hour with uh, Matt. <laughs> yeah, last show we're uh, talking about hand jobs and blowjobs in theaters. <laughs> this show I'm giving my existential dread as a means to just let go. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we uh, are happy you guys joined us. Today is the uh, letter O for orgy. <laughs> and brought to you by the number 69. <laughs> Why don't we just fucking skip to Tiger Claws 3 and get this over with? Because if we haven't lost them with the existential dread talk, if they haven't like really, really just shut the fucking show off altogether, we should just give them the review of the show. What do you think? Yeah, you know what? If we had to suffer through it, so should they. <laughs> so up first on the Pirate Radio edit, we're going to have the artist Buck Owens with the song I've Got a Tiger by the Tail. And that will be happening on the Pirate Radio edit right after this. This will keep it quiet. Oh, hi there. I didn't see you. You caught me cutting a new show. I'm Bo Ransdell, and I'm one of the many creators you can find on Legion Podcasts. I said quiet! My fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting, but that comes at a cost. What's that like to live deliciously? Not that, but also, yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs, costs for good microphones and software for editing, all the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on legionpodcasts.com or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really, you can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com forward slash legionpodcasts. For just two bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon, and for five dollars, you can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash Legion Podcasts. We appreciate it, and thank you for listening. Now, back to the cutting room.
admit that may be a little on the nose, but it's really hard to find music about tigers or claws in some way, shape, or form for three fucking movies. You need to find 12 yeah, of no, them. I, uh, I, uh, I completely understand where you're coming from on that. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get talking about Tiger Claws. Tiger Claw 3, the final showdown. <laughs> is that really the subtitle? I, I believe it is, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, final, the final conflict. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. Yeah, the final showdown conflict ending show movie stuff. It's thingamajig. All right. First 20 minutes. Well, we open with our heroes. They're on a stakeout. And Linda's a little bit complaining, so they must be back together, that he had promised her a steak dinner. And he's like, no, I said a steak out. So, haha, we're all being adorable. Uh, They're watching a guy walk into a building, and they decide to go get him. After a shootout and then a little bit of a fight, they're able to get him. And they're like, haha, you know, we got you. Then some other cop comes running in like a real jackass with a shotgun because the alarm went off and starts shooting at everybody. And the guy gets away. Uh, then we cut to a convenience store where a young woman and her father are shopping. And uh, it's the guy from uh, the, the guy who could blow up his body in, uh, Thunder. So, in, in uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Thunder from Big Trouble in Little China. You are absolutely correct. Yes, that yeah. is him. That was awesome. It's great well, to see him. We lost Bolo Young because he probably gained respect for himself, but we gained yep. Thunder because he probably lost some respect for himself. Yeah, right. <laughs> Thunder's like, oh, you're, this vanity project? Sure, I'll replace Bolo Young for you. Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bolo Young was like, yeah, no, we can't do this. Um, after, uh, so uh, there, then a uh, couple of robbers come in to rob the place. Uh and the old man beats the shit out of both of them using a uh, rolled up newspaper. So uh, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, but they were like the most fucking basic bad guys you could fucking get. Oh, yeah. They're all comic book <laughs> villains from like the 1950s yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was insane how much they were just like they had all the tropes like apologize to my friend and all this kind of shit. So. Um, <laughs> also, uh, the way that this is written, the quality of writing has dropped significantly. And oh it's an, God, it's an even harder twist into supernatural. And the, yeah. And the actors are even worse. I'd be way worse too. Yeah. There's more flubbed lines in this one than there was in the last one for sure. Yeah. All right. So, uh, then we cut back to the two cops and that is our first clip. Still owe me a dinner. Okay. Detective Richards and uh, Masterson from the warehouse situation. That's right. Well, I'm Malcolm Goodman. They notified me. They told me what happened. I wanted to come down here and personally thank you. You're the owner? Not exactly. You see, the pieces the culprit was attempting to steal are on loan to us from some fellow in Hong Kong. I mean, we hope to buy them for our own museum. Who's we? Myself and other antique collectors. Well, what exactly was he trying to steal? Why don't you come to our fundraiser and find out? Now, I'm sure you're going to find it very intriguing. $500 a ticket. No. <laughs> Complimentary, of course. Really, I, I hope you'll attend. No. We'd be delighted. Wonderful. That, that's fantastic. Then I'll see you then. We'll see you there. Great. We'll be delighted. That's 
right. Looks like I'm going to get my dinner after all. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Why are you doing this to Cynthia Rothrock, you piece of shit? Uh, oh, it gets worse. Yeah. So, so the worse. gala is, believe it or not, at the same theater as where they taught Tiger Style in the first movie. But we see the bad guy. He shows up there. And then they have a presentation. Oh, and that's our next clip. That's Together fair. to rediscover a time before there were any guns. A time when people lived and died based on their ability to kill or be killed. A time in history when being a master meant This place gives me the creeps. Tonight we're going to focus on three of the masters. But even in their days, they were still called assassins. Some say they committed suicide. Others say that God intervened. Yet others say that they were hired by Satan. But only one fact remains for sure, that these were their uniforms. And these are my gift to the new year. I recently received a phone call from a gentleman named Mr. Stryker Goodenough. Now, Mr. Stryker proceeded to describe for me an ancient ceremony that was used to communicate to the spirits. I have invited Mr. Stryker here tonight so he can show to all of you this very special event. Mr. Stryker. You see that design on his robe? That's Master Jin's Senior. No, I remember him. He's the one that used to do those bizarre demonstrations down in Chinatown. Whatever happened to him? I don't know. Then Stryker starts the ceremony shit and uh, starts doing this whole thing. And then uh, uh, Richards figures out, hey, this is the guy uh, who broke in. And before he can arrest him, uh, lightning strikes. And it strikes the building and it strikes... Well, everybody, really. And uh, it hits the uniforms, and all of a sudden, all three masters are alive. And they start throwing electricity around, killing people. Uh, The doors all of a sudden lock, so everyone's trapped in there. Uh, Just a whole lot of not fun times for everyone else. Then uh, they fight a little bit. Uh, They're shooting lightning, like I said. uh, and uh, they're killing everyone, and Linda uh, it follows them, but she gets caught up in the lightning, and by the time Richards gets to her, she's like, I, we don't have to go to this place anymore. She dies, he screams, and that's the end of the first 20 minutes. So, yep, they did us dirty, folks. They literally put her in the fridge, this movie. Yep. Literally. They kill her. Yeah. And then the rest of the movie is him, like, trying to avenge her. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you, it you, sucks. You refrigerated Cynthia Rothrock in two movies, dude. Good work. The only, the only reason to watch your stupid vanity-filled fuck nut of a goddamn movie. Yeah. So, and you took her away. Yeah. Yeah. The entire reason that I bought this entire set of movies thinking that she was going to be in them, and she is, but to varying degrees. And it is egregious for you to refrigerate an action star like Cynthia Rothrock, no matter how early yeah. it is in her career. It's just egregious. Oh, yeah. 
Terrible. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's pathetic. But yeah. we, we can move on to the next 20 because that's all I really have to say about that. Yeah, because that is all I have to say about that. Yeah, fuck you for making that choice. Yeah, exactly. All right, the next 20 starts up. Well, he's in his office grieving and a couple of cops, uh, cops give him shit because uh, they don't believe him. Nice Freudian slip. Uh, Cox, cops. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I know, right? Whoopsie. Uh, at the, uh, then we go to a restaurant and the three clear the place out. Stryker then comes in, mentions the owner about how, you know, they had past beef. So this guy resurrected three gods pretty much to take care of beef. He had with a restaurant owner. Uh, yeah, so they kill all the workers. Pathetic villain. It's stupid. Yeah, it is dumb. Very dumb. So they, uh, so yeah, they leave and, uh, the cops get a call. That they're there. So Richards goes in alone with a shotgun. He shoots the three. He comes out, tells the guys, hey, it's all yours. They go in. The three are gone. So the asshole detective thinks Richards has helped them. And so Richards torques his arm and leaves. And as he's driving, here's a news report that they're searching for him for questioning. So, you know, Jesus. Young lady from the store whose father beat the guys, she's watching that same report. She goes to talk to her dad. And that's our next clip. I've been looking everywhere for you. Why are you all alone in the forest? You're going to freeze. I want to be alone. What's going on? A few years ago, I would have handled those men easily. Now, I'm afraid. Time has begun to take its course. That boy in the store. If it wasn't for your help, he would have been killed. You should feel good. (laughs) They were nothing. If I had gone up against a tougher opponent, I would have lost. And now with Strager turn against me. A man just called. He mentioned Strager's name. What did he want? He said he wanted to meet with you in person. Strager is not our enemy. We must trust no one. Richard meets with the father and daughter in our next clip. Master Jen. I used to watch your demonstrations in Central Park. What can you tell me about Stryker Goodenough? He sounds familiar. Is he a student of yours? I don't know. Maybe. What do you mean, maybe? I don't remember. Did I mention this was police business? Do you suspect me? Some wrongdoing? It's crossing my mind. Do the three masters of Shanghai ring a bell? Yes. Why are they here? They are fighting spirit. Some into human form. How do I get rid of them? There's nothing can be done. They are too powerful. Together, you and I, we could find a way. No. They are not my destiny. Now, if you excuse me, I have some other business to attend to. Goodbye, Inspector. Wait. Listen, you were right about Stryker. He was one of my father's most loyal students. What happened? Stryker wanted to learn Black Tiger. My father refused to teach him. 
I guess he didn't really trust him. Stryker got angry and left. We haven't heard from him since. Was your dad as good as they say? He's better. Your father is the only one that could help me. Tell you what. I'll be here till midnight if he changes his mind. Then we cut to the three uh, masters. They go into a nightclub and they watch the ladies dance and they're really, you know, loving it. And then, but they're not buying anything. So then a guy gets up to like yell at them and they start kicking the shit out of them. And that ends that 20 minutes. What the fuck is going on in this movie? Did this guy really just resurrect a bunch of gods to settle some fucking petty debts that like people aren't paying him for extortion money? So he needed more muscle. Is this really what we're getting delivered here? Yeah. Yes, it is. This is the fucking plot of Superman 2 with yeah. Lex Luthor, essentially. With, with, with Zod and the others, yeah. But yeah. at least Zod wanted to conquer the world. Right. They just want to lay about and like look at ladies dancing mostly naked. Not that I blame them. I'm not judging them no, for that. I but, completely understand that. Yeah. This, this is just fucking stupid, right? Like, I'm not, being, I'm not being judgmental and I'm not being facetious about this. This is just literally fucking stupid, right? It's, it's very dumb. Yeah. <laughs> It's just what what fucking choices are you fucking making? You're making your film even more fucking supernatural just for the sake of it. You got these time traveling god warrior things that are summoned into their previous outfits that are some kind of supernatural that supposedly works for the devil himself, and yet mm-hmm. they're shiftless layabouts who want to watch ladies dance naked and won't do anything unless ordered by the person who resurrected them. But it doesn't really explain it. It's just this dude like trying to control them but failing miserably at it and settling petty grudges for extortion money yeah that's congratulations this is stupid this is a dumb it's the plot. dumbest fucking shit ever yeah <laughs> right, we can move on i yeah. just want i just needed i was so frustrated watching this okay before we move on this is the more interesting part of this is how i watched this all right so i finished my notes last night and it is basically about five hours left before i have to get up to do max shot in the morning when i finish my notes mm-hmm. like i i have about five hours if i go to sleep immediately after i finish my notes but i think to myself well i'm still a little bit wired i should at least start tiger claws three and get as far as i I can before I get too tired to finish it and then I can watch it in the morning after I do max shot and then I can you know get prepped for the show and be ready to go and then maybe I can sleep in and you know go back to sleep if I have everything done well that plan worked out great the only problem is I'm trying to force myself to stay awake to watch what is arguably the most unfollowable dumb fucking plot that you could ever possibly try and what I activated in this Matt is nostalgia for watching USA up all night and trying to stay awake even though I'm passing out, just hoping to see yet another set of either blurred out boobs or chicks in bikinis watching bad movies on USA Up All Night. Or just as you could see Rhonda. Right. Well, it was... Her cleavage. Right. On Friday nights, you would watch Rhonda, and then on Saturday night, it was Gilbert Godfrey, and you were kind of hoping for, like, at least the good commercials that happened in between the movie pieces where it was, like, all the phone sex lines with ladies in bikinis. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's because, I mean... You were getting nothing from Gilbert Godfrey. I'm telling you that right now. Right. (laughs) The only thing that you got was like frustration at having to look at Gilbert Godfrey. Although he was an excellent host for Up All Night. He was quite hilarious. He just, it wasn't Ron Desheer. And that's really all I wanted. Yeah, Yeah, it wasn't Ron Desheer. Yeah. That's that's about it. If I'm not going to have Ron Desheer, then at least give me fucking Joe Pop. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's basically it is I, I had that same nostalgia or that same feeling of like being a little kid just trying to stay awake, you know, because you just want to finish this movie because you're never going to get to finish it. Other- 
otherwise. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I was falling asleep while watching this and I fell asleep somewhere right before the halfway point and then woke up towards the end of the film and then had to go back to bed and then finish the other half in the morning. So somewhere around here. I think it's somewhere right here. Huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's and, when you tapped out. Yeah. And no I, boss. yeah. And I thought, Hmm, this, this is dumb, obviously, but yeah. like, I was thinking that I was finding it dumb because I wasn't really paying enough attention to it and I was really tired and dopey, but it turns out, no, it's just dumb. <laughs> no, it's, 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 yeah, it's definitely just dumb. All right. We can move on. All right. And the next 20 starts, uh, Richards is in a bar. And he's with this drunk who's just drinking, like a homeless guy. And he's like, hey, why are you buying this guy drinks? And the drunk guy goes, well, he does, his girl died. He doesn't drink, but I, so I'm drinking for him. And uh, and that guy gets pissed off about that. Uh, then we cut back to Stryker, and he sees the club. And he's like, hey, so you guys see three people around here? And they're like, yeah. They went that way, and he goes, cool. Then uh, Richard uh, Richards is trying to get into his car. Those jerks come out, so he beats the living shit out of all three of them. Then the old man shows up, and they, uh, he, they decide they will talk. So we cut to the cops busting some guys they think are the three masters, but they're not. They're just normal people who, you know, suck, and cops are just bad at their jobs. So that's how that goes. <laughs> uh, so true. <laughs> uh, then, uh, so then um, Stryker then finds the three. And then we cut to Richards in the old man talk, and that is our next clip. I should have given up my wallet when I had the chance. These three masters will continue killing. Why? It's what they do best. Have you seen the crystal they wear? Yes. The crystal is what allows them to exist. It's absorbed the surrounding chi and concentrated into matter. Matter being the masters. Destroy the crystal, and you can destroy the masters. Simple enough? No. The crystal is protected. Sheer force cannot destroy it. You mean like a bullet? Precisely. Then how? The crystal is concentrated energy. It can only be defeated by a concentrated energy of equal power. Where can I find that equal? Right now, it does not exist. But we can create. How? I only know of one source that contains such energy. It may prove to be their equal. There's the power. They comes from the instant art of Black Tiger. And you know that art? Mm-hmm. So you can do it? No. Only we can do together. You can defeat them if you are willing to learn. Black Tiger. It's your only chance to defeat them. Even if I do learn the art, what are the odds that I will succeed? The odds have nothing to do with it. Only you can determine if you succeed or fail. These guys back from the spirit world, they go club and they don't even invite me. God. Wow. You guys look great. And you are so hot. Oh, okay. Woman, it's your job. 
While I was walking around looking for you guys, came up with a plan. And here's another weird thing they did that I really noticed. Uh, they changed the bad guy's character from this menacing, brooding guy to this weird jokester. Yeah, like the minute he got the power, it was weird. Yeah, yeah. You went from this weird, like, yeah, I don't know. Fuck, fuck it, whatever. All right, so then uh, Richards and the old man start training. So we get a training montage. He wants to go into this room, but he's not ready for the room. More training. Uh, as he sleeps, he remembers uh, some time with Linda that he had uh, when she talked about always wanting to go on a vacation uh, somewhere warm. And he was always like, uh, you know, because he's fucking weird or doesn't want to go on a fucking vacation with Linda. And I don't know what to make of him now. That's fucking weird. Um, I mean, you know, but I'm not wrong. Uh, yeah, you're not. No. Um, so anyway, then, uh, Stryker and the three, they invade an underground poker game looking for a crime boss. And we cut to said crime boss in our next clip. You tell Mr. Singh that there are two ways we can do this. Both ways I win. One way he gets very hurt. Sonny, you are late. Honey, I'm home. What the hell is this? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't want to do that. And who are you? Striker Goodenough. And these three impeccably dressed individuals are my associates. How dare you come in here uninvited? Take it easy, Mr. Lau. I came here to give you a chance to join me. Your organization and mine. What organization? Us. <laughs> Just you four? We're a small company, but very efficient. Well, let me tell you a bit about my organization. You're quite a... can be so difficult. Go, go. I told you we're very efficient. What exactly do you want? Not much, just uh, Chinatown. First the benefit then the restaurant, now the nightclub. I don't know, man. Maybe these Chinese dudes exist. That's bullshit. Don't start believing in that. The only guy we want here is Tarek. No one else. I don't know. I'm just saying, man. When I was growing up, we had these Chinese next-door neighbors. We used to sit in the backyard, and we used to make little plastic walks with plastic food. And they would sit around and tell us stories that their dad would tell them from when he was growing up in Hong Kong, man. Are you listening to me? I don't want to hear your stories. Hey, I'm just saying, man. We gotta check everything, because if we don't check every lead we get, we don't know, man. He could be innocent. We might even be chasing the wrong guy. I don't know. Just shut up and listen to me and do your job, and never mind the yip-yap, capiche? Real. You want it down the hall. Who wants me? Some guys brought in for petty theft. They want to make a deal. 
What's that got to do with me? I don't know. Why don't you go and find out? Why don't you stop being rude to her? She's pretty. Well, let's talk to the pigeons, pal. What's to say here? Somebody wants to cut a deal? That's right. Let me do this, Hawkins. Forget it. You're the one who got us in this mess. What do you know? We saw the guy that you're looking for, Tarek. We saw him with this freaky-looking guy. Now, how'd you meet these people? We were hanging out. Woo, go hang out at the dentist with your foul-ass breath. Get these punks out of here now. Get them out of here. Move! Come on. Do it. Get out of my face. What's going on? What about our deal? You got a deal. You got bad breath, too. Now get out of here. What do you think? Let's see what I can dig up with this Master Jin guy. Get on it. Let's go. Well, that was long and meaningless. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the end of that 20 minutes uh, before we go to our final 30. <laughs> oh, Jesus fucking Christ. All right. So, again, this guy has a plan, and yet it's just this wacky comedy, like, bullshit that he comes up with, and we're not even sure yeah. exactly what it is that he's doing when he's meeting with he's, the drug He lord. wants to take over another established crime boss's organization. That's what he wants. Yeah. Like, you're resurrecting these guys, and you're shooting that small. I mean, I know you have a really little budget, but maybe move up to, I don't know, take over the entire state that you're in, become, like, you know, governor, usurp that. Yeah. And then yeah, maybe a god there. or something. I don't know. Yeah, right. Maybe, you know, acquire other people under your service that these demons have sway over something, anything. But no, let's just keep it low budget. And he's just going to become a crime boss with uh, demons. That's stupid. Yeah. That's just yeah, really that's, dumb. It's, it's so dumb. It's just <laughs> it's, the worst. It's so l- aiming low, like aiming yeah. so low. It's just so uninventive and stupid. Much like these movies, it's aiming low. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's just, I don't care if this is going to be the shortest episode we've ever done. Right. I know we always say Let's that. Let's bust but, it through. I mean, yeah. there's nothing to talk about. Yeah. It's, it's not our fault. It's a short, there's nothing to talk about. Yeah. Other than how, I mean, how many times can we say this movie sucks? Yeah. It's fucking disappointing at <laughs> all levels. Yeah. 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 All right, so the final 30 starts with more training. And yeah, the, the, another reason this is going to be short, uh, almost the entirety of the midpoint to end point of this movie is in montaging. Um, yeah, it's Rocky Four, essentially, like the yeah. montage of him working out. Yeah, because he's in a in farm now. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's cold. It's the workout. It's almost exactly scene for scene, the workout from Rocky Four. Yeah. <laughs> almost. Uh-huh. Like he's he's not uh, lifting logs or anything, but he might as well. No, but it. he's trying to grab a something out of a spoke wheel that keeps turning. That's his ultimate goal. <laughs> right. He makes that goal. It means he's ready with his chi to fight the gods. Yeah, something. Well, we cut back lines. to we cut back to Striker and see how it's dialogue. Fuck it, it's our next clip. What's the matter, Mister Lau? You don't look like you're having a good time. You make a mockery of my empire. Relax. Why don't you go get a massage? Actually, I'd like to kill you with my bare hands. What I'd like to do is kill you with my bare... You better watch what you say, you know that? They're very sensitive. Why do they protect you? I don't know. I guess they trust me. That's it! It's time to show everybody what you're made of. And stop eating! You'll get fat. Nobody likes a chubby master. The city is in chaos. The police appear helpless to do anything about it. We now go live to the streets where NYTV's own reporter is on the scene. What a douchebag. He fat shamed gods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. 
Just the worst. Total piece of shit. Yeah. So anyway, the three are now running roughshod all over the city. Uh, we have more training and he's feeling the chi. Everyone is starting to feel something, though, as even the gods start to look. So they feel something's happening. Richards then blindfolds himself and he's able to grab the whatever it is from the wheel spoke thing. So there you go. I don't even know what the fuck he was grabbing, but he's ready. We cut back to the three, and this is our final clip. Don't you guys ever smile? What you need is to get late. Come to think of it, what I need is to get late. Who is Master Jin? Master Jin, what's that old fart got to do with anything? They say he has a new pupil. A man named Tarek. This man can destroy us. Believe me. He must be stopped. So take a few guys, go find this guy Tarek and kill him. And remember to use outside people. We don't want this coming back to us. I will go at once. How will I find him? Boy, it's lucky for you guys I'm around. You'd be lost without me. All right. First, go to his house. If he's not there, he's got a farm up in the mountains. He'll be there if he remembers how to find it. Yes, sir. Oh, God. I love this job. I'm good at it too. What a douche. Anyway, so Richards then dreams the night Linda was killed. We have more training. The guys show up to kill him. Richards kills all the men but one who escapes. Richards tells the daughter that they all need to leave because apparently, you know, they know Stryker knows where they are now. Upset by the failure, Stryker kills the, the henchman who escaped. We see Richards driving into town. The master can't stay awake. Uh, uh, master Jin can't stay awake in the car. Uh, I'm like that. Uh, <laughs> then the cops get a message that Richards' car was seen in Chinatown. Richard starts fighting through bad guy HQ. Stryker shows up in the parking garage where Jin and his daughter are and shoots Jin. Richards defeats two out of the three masters and grabs their amulets, which sends them back to hell. Then we see Jin is just fine, and he starts fighting with Stryker and defeats him as the cops show up and arrest him. Then we see he was wearing a vest that he got from the back of the car. Yeah, because he was cold. That's stupid. Yes. Yeah. Dumb. Very dumb. So Richard fights the final master, and this was a pretty long, drawn-out fight. Afterward, he finally defeats him, and right after he defeats him, there's lightning and everything, and he wakes up, and he's back at the gallery with Linda. They fucking dallas us. They dallas us. It was all a fucking dream, Court. We sat through this whole thing for fucking nothing. Yeah, essentially. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So they dallas us. He quickly arrests Stryker and takes him away. As he walks out with Linda, they're talking. He tells her the whole story. They get in the car and say, he goes, I think it's time for a vacation. We have a lot saved up. Let's go someplace warm. She's happy. They drive away. As they drive, we see Master Jen standing there watching him. He looks to the skies. Fuck you, movie. Roll credits. She 
Jesus fucking Christ, man. Yeah. Yeah. And believe you me, I tried to get as many clips as I could. And there aren't even a lot of clips because I knew that five minutes into this movie, I was like, this is not going to be strong. And I'm going to I'm going to have to clip everything. (laughs) I clipped as much as I could. Yeah, I attempted to try and fill in as much space as I could. But there's literally nothing to talk about. Everything that you see on screen is everything that happens. And it's fucking nothing. There's nothing not even to cause us trauma to talk about the psyops of the movie. There's the only trauma here is that this movie actually got fucking made. That's it. Yeah, this is just an utter disappointment. That's really what's going on with this film. Uh, Uh, At least number one had. Number one had saving graces and was rooted in reality. It just went so off the rails here. And then and then the very end of Dallas, that shit on us. Fuck. Like, I think they were trying to make it that because he defeated them, he was able to reset the spell and it comes back to it just turns into this where everybody was knocked out. That's how I kind of looked at it, where it was like a time travel thing where he undid the thing that they did. So therefore, it it resets and then everybody gets to survive. But that's also just fucking stupid because then that makes the death and everything that happened completely worthless. And they literally 100% refrigerate Cynthia Rothrock for the entire thing and just use her in flashbacks. And that's it. That is horrible. Yeah, it's just fucking distasteful. And we need to get better Cynthia Rothrock films on here. Hopefully more of her stuff will get released on Blu-ray because I just I still watch the stuff on DVD for me, but uh, it's not worth talking about because if that's all the audience can see, uh, they're terrible. Like DVD quality is terrible now. It's really hard to just view that stuff, even if it's up converted. Like the best way to do it is if you got a 4K TV, you just up convert the DVD to 1080p on a regular Blu-ray player. And then that kind of works because if you rip it to a computer or you're doing any kind of streaming or anything like that it's just not going to look as good like i've tried a bunch of different things and that's like the best you can get it to look is just using a dvd in a blu-ray player that just up converts it to 1080p and then you let your tv handle the up converting for the 4k from there and then that kind of makes it look the best but like i said that's kind of all her stuff is available on and that's dvd if you're lucky in order for me to get china o'brien one and two i had to import the french dvd like several years ago and that's really what i'm holding out for is i want a blu-ray of china o'brien one and two that gets released we're covering it for sure you <laughs> yeah. know what i mean if the show's still yeah, around nice. yeah if that show's still around because that is like the ultimate fucking cynthia rothrock stuff man like she fucking kicks yeah, right? ass from start to finish in those two films you know yeah no i get you Fuck, Jesus Christ. This is just just so unbelievably disappointing. And the quality diminishes to the point of no return at all here at the very end of the film. And there's just nothing to talk about. Like, we're sitting here at 46 minutes of raw time trying to figure out what the fuck to even talk about in this movie. And there's nothing because it's just so vapid and empty and just fucking useless of a film. You're exactly right. Yeah. And like I said, nothing to talk about. It's it, it, this is a problem with you, if you you can do a vanity project and still make it good. This is when you just do a vanity project and you don't care about it being good. You just want to highlight yourself and fuck everyone else. And it just is gross. Yeah. If you're going to do a vanity project where you direct and write it, that's fine. But at least have an editor that will push back against some of your yeah. decisions, because clearly this was not a good way to put the film together. 
And the last film, you had to have more fucking fight footage for the tournament stuff, but you wanted to highlight your story, so you recut it or you did something different and you didn't highlight other fights that were more interesting than whatever bullshit you thought was your story in the film. Like, Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Any editor worth his salt, any producer worth their salt would have pushed back and been like, no, the fights are more interesting. We need more of those. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We need Jesus more variety Christ. of fights as well. Yeah, it's <laughs> vanity projects, man. They really suck sometimes. Yeah, right. All right. Well, let's uh, take the break here because we're close enough to almost having an hour. We'll do a couple story times and then we'll just fucking end this bullshit. Um, up first uh, on the Pirate Radio Edit, we're going to have the band ABBA with the song Tiger because this movie doesn't even deserve ABBA. And when we come back, we'll have a fucking story time. <laughs> kind of brought me back up a little bit. I, I'm feeling a little bit better having Abba Blair out like that. Feels nice to have Abba Blair out. <laughs> well, hopefully that brought us into some better spirits because we need to pad out this episode with our story time. Story time! Story time! I got one. Is because you played ABBA. And my story time is really not any particular story. It's a feeling. Every time I hear ABBA, in the weirdest sense, I get very happy. My parents are not the biggest musical people. Like, I, I you know, but for some reason, even my father loves ABBA. So you knew when you walked into the house and you heard ABBA playing, my parents were having fun. They were like having drinks, they're talking, they're laughing, and, and, and they were just having a good time. So I just, for me, I just heard ABBA. I actually feel really good now. Oh, that's awesome. So essentially, ABBA is the music of the swinging good time for your folks. And they're just chilling out and, you know, wanting to feel good or they're in a good mood or happy. Yeah, they're, they're, in a, they're in a party mood. They're in a good mood. When you hear ABBA, they're in a good mood. So you associate hearing ABBA with some of the best times being around your parents, I would assume, because they're in really yeah. good moods and you can really enjoy yourself. And you get to relive that every time you hear ABBA. That's right. Aww. Yeah. That's great. You know, that's kind yeah. of kind of odd because I have sort of a similar story. I mean, my parents are definitely a lot younger than yours um, yeah. because they made some choices that ended up screwing up their life at a very young age. Those choices are my sister and me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my mom was like, I, I don't know if she still is or, or or what, but like she used to have ABBA where she liked it quite a bit and she really enjoyed the production and um, the harmonies and all of the vocals and things. And I remember as a little kid always listening to ABBA with her and like being amazed at the music and it is it's infectiously happy is the thing like yeah. it's really hard to be upset when ABBA is playing which is why most people that like metal and music that makes other people feel awful probably detest that kind of happy music but I'm at the place now where nothing matters anymore and playing ABBA 
but is actually a wonderful warming feeling because you know it's all over for us anyway no well, yeah and i'm also i'm at that point where i'm like you know fuck whatever everyone else thinks music should be go fuck yourself if you're that kind of a gatekeeper <laughs> Hey man, I can enjoy ABBA for what it is. So yeah, that's definitely yeah. it. Um, and, and, and I'm not saying like uh, uh, people who don't like a particular brand of music are gatekeepers. I'm saying the people who are like, if you like this music, you don't like real music. And it's like, okay, that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> All music is real music unless it's just noise. And then it's just noise. But they also call themselves noise because they're noise. Yeah. <laughs> we did it again you know what let people enjoy what they want because it's all over with for all of us anyway and what does it any fucking matter yeah we're all gonna die <laughs> one way or another you're not getting out of this world alive and you know whatever you leave behind is not gonna last long enough and no one's gonna be here to be able to remember it anyway so none of it matters yeah <laughs> nothing else matters instead of happiness and slavery like the nine inch nails song it's happiness and nihilism yep yeah, <laughs> I have become a nihilist in my older age. <laughs> I have plenty of stories for things that definitely left me down uh, in getting super excited. One of them has to be the time that I rented the film Iron Master. Oh, God. You know how they say you can't judge a book by its cover? Uh-huh. You most certainly you can, though. Usually, sometimes, I guess, but not always. But you also cannot judge a film by its uh, painted-on-VHS cover, and in this case, it was Iron Master. Uh, the cover shows this really cool sword that looks like something out of, like, a Molly Hatchet album cover or maybe a Frank Frazetta painting, and, like, yeah. it says Iron Master, and it looks like it's going to, like, be this barbarian world, and it's going to be amazing. And I got super hyped about it, and I'm hanging out with a friend, and uh, we're going to, you know, like we're kids you know so we're gonna spend the night uh you know doing a sleepover kind of thing or picking out movies to watch and so i get super excited for iron master and we're debating back and forth with another movie i can't remember what it was and then we both end up picking iron master because of the cover again we're super young right and uh, we yeah. get it, we get it home and we go to play it and it's iron master is actually the story of a clan of the cave bear style tribe when the movie starts and they don't have any weaponry at all and then they develop a club and then like the power struggle shifts a little bit in the in the group and then one of the bad guys gets sent away and then somehow lightning belts iron in a rock and he forms a bar that's like a spear which beats all of the clubs and then the story goes on and on and meanwhile i'm just sitting there shrinking further and further down into the beanbag as my friend guffaws at pretty much everything and talks about how awful this movie is and i feel guilty that i picked it up because the cover looked good and we <laughs> proceed to finish the movie in spite and full of hatred as i've already apologized to him several times about oh my god i can't believe that this is the film that we picked and i will forever be marked by my bad choice of iron master based only on the cover and this is how i learned to at least look at the photos of the actual movie that are on the back if you see them and if they exist and if they don't exist on there just because the cover looks good doesn't mean the movie's going to live up to that cover iron master yeah. taught me a valuable lesson that i will never forget matt <laughs> you learned something today <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely did. I learned that um, Italian films will break your heart, but in some cases, they can also go so far off into crazy that they come back around to being entertaining again. Uh, Iron Master, unfortunately, didn't quite do that, but it tried. It came close. Damn you, Iron Master. <laughs> and it's not a bad movie. I've actually since seen it, uh, and my disappointment in it not living up to the cover has actually changed because it is a really great Clan of the Cave Bear knockoff. It's just yeah. that if you're going into it expecting like a Conan the Barbarian ripoff and you get a Clan of the Cave Bear ripoff, it doesn't live up to what you were hoping for. No, I suppose not. Yeah, that uh, doesn't sound all that great. 
So, I mean, I've never seen, did we have done that? Have we done that? We movie? have not done Iron Master. No, that uh, uh, that's, right. that's why I'm telling the story. No. And of all the things that I've subjected you to Bruno Mattei, um, yeah. Iron Master probably won't be one of them. Again, it's not a bad film, but uh, it just has that taint from that massive disappointment of the cover, not living up to what was in the film. It's got that taint. Yeah. It's got the tank. <laughs> it got that tank. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're getting fucking loony as shit. All right, let's just go yeah. ahead and fucking end it. It doesn't matter. We can pat out the yeah, episode in some way. I got a woman me. coming home. I got to help her. <laughs> All right, so we're going to play the Ending Legion promo. And right after that, we will have the band Mud with the song Tiger Feet on the Pirate Radio Edit. And we will close out this fucking show. If you enjoyed this show, then make sure you check out the other great shows on the Legion Podcast Network, like Cinema PsyOps, Cinema Beef, Devour the Podcasts, Duncan and Bo Come Correct, Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, Friday the 13th, Get Slayed, The Hell Ming Power Hour, Hello, This is the Doom Show, Hero Hero Ghost Show, Kill the Cast, Underwater Kaiju from Outer Space, Jerry Hates Action, Legion After Dark, Mental Health, Obsessive Cinema, Discourse, Pick Six Movies, The Podcast by the Cemetery, The Podcast on Haunted Hill, The Psycho Semantic Podcast, Rick Radio, House of Wax, Dude Looks Like the 80s, Rabbit and Red Radio, The Shadecast, Short Bus Cinema, Two Drink Minimum Commentaries, The VD Clinic, Who Will Survive Horror Podcast, and Which Versus the Doomsday Clock. With such a widespread of shows, there is guaranteed to be a niche for you to fall in love with. Horror, politics, movies, books, sex, music, commentaries, health, video games, kaiju, action, news, comedy, and opinions that would most likely get you killed in some parts of the world. We are proud to bring you some of the best podcasting in the world. Check us out at www.legionpodcast.com, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and any other dark corner of the internet where podcasts can be found. with tiger feet and that song should also make you feel really good about life because that was a shitload of fun to fucking listen to yeah it's nice i like tiger feet (laughs) (laughs) what a fucking fun song if you'd like to find the previous 426 yes 26 episodes where we have made references to tiger feet i guess that's available on our home landing and or launching page of legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema dash psyops dash podcast i'm also available on the legion discord chat for you to discuss the way
way that the show has gone downhill and the way that we have mistreated the Tiger Claws films. I mean, we could have that discussion, but we're right on this one and you'll be wrong. Yeah, we're right on this one. Be on the right side of history, people. We are definitely right on this one. <laughs> you can also reach out to me on Facebook as Court Psyops with Messenger there or through Instagram with Cinema underscore Psyops, which is our meme repository and the place that the memes get shared to first. And then they get shared to the Facebook page of Cinema Psyops and then the Facebook group of Cinema Psyops, all because they're aptly named for the podcast you are now currently listening to. Cinema Psyops. Cinema Psyops. <laughs> and before Jefferson Starship takes us out because we had so much fun playing them on the canon film of the Star Wars Holiday Special, we're going to take us out with Ride the Tiger on Jefferson Starship. But while you're cursing the day that I covered only the Holiday Special still, every time I bring <laughs> it up, kick the fuck out of this weekend, make it your bit. over with recording in progress give me a three two one count in three two one <laughs> and that distorts something awful and our sound take is up yeah and i heard that you heard it probably too and yeah. uh, we're good to go so uh here we go so anyway uh, no, no no no, no we, we still gotta do the music and stuff you do this oh, every time oh, sorry my bad i bet my bad yeah. i fucked up yeah it's all right and as he's driving uh uh, oh, the, the, then we cut to we see Stryker finds the three as they're just hanging out. Then Richards is driving, and uh, holy shit, I fucked this up. Hold on. I went to the wrong page. One second. Okay. One, two, three. Do you Hold suspect on. me? We gotta stop. Someone doing? Oh, did I delete the wrong clip? Hold on. Uh, I'm going to go back to your clips. Here is clip oh, number. Oh, goddammit. All right, we got to go. Okay. After she talked to her dad, I skipped over a clip. Okay. Because I got into the nightclub scene. Okay, so you need an additional clip. Yeah, it, the one that you were just playing is okay. Is is the one I missed. Uh, it's and then we have to go because it was before the twenty minutes we just talked about. Okay, you'll have to get me that clip and I'll have to try and fix it and then we'll come back. Oh, you have it. You just played it. Oh, it's this one? Yeah, I gave it to you. I skipped over it in reading my notes. Oh, so that's before the 20 minute mark. Yeah. Okay. Before the this last 20 minute mark. But okay, so it was it's 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 supposed to go right before I talk about how the three go to the nightclub to watch the ladies dance. Okay, okay. So that happens right before that, and then that happens, and then the 20 minutes is over, and now we're on clip number five for the actual clip. Yes.
while you're cursing the day that I covered only the holiday special still every time I bring it up, <laughs> kick the fuck out of this weekend. Make it your bit. Never forgive you. <laughs> okay, let's just fucking end this. Yeah. Recording stopped.